0: Hello and welcome back to the Wings and Riffs Totally Unstructured Podcast. How you guys doing? Welcome back. I hope you guys are having a fan-dilly-dastic. You stole fizzy lifting drinks. No, I didn't. You stole fizzy lifting drinks. I push you to the ground. You were held down by two surly oompa-loompas. I pushed you to the ground. You are held, thr- held there by two surly oompa-loompas. Cool. Any audio listeners are like, What the fuck just happened? Why is the camera shaking so much? Because I'm tapping the fucking table with my knee, that's why Sorry, we're just experiencing an earthquake here in Cologne I don't fucking worry about it
1: It's all good, it's normal
0: Yeah, goddamn fucking audio listeners are having a hell of a time right now (laughs) Welcome back to If you you don't know what's happening, that's because you don't watch the podcast live And why is that? Because you don't know where to find it Don't worry, I got you Twitch.tv slash uh, wings and Riffs podcast. The links are also down in the description down below on whatever audio platform you're listening to, whether it be Pocket Cast or uh, Anchor or wherever else. The links to our live shows are down below. You can catch us every second Sunday at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So, what are you giving me that look Was for? the dab uh, necessary? Was the, Yes, because <laughs> Slash. Uh, on the webcam, it's a Slash. You know, Slash. See? Slash. When, <laughs> all I see is uh, Slash!
1: <laughs> it's like... Wait a second.
0: <laughs> it makes perfect sense, because, you know, Twitch.tv no. slash <laughs> Podcast. Candy. Hey, you can't blame me. Critical Role did it first. That's where I got it from. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, it's good times. So. It's backwards, though. Oh, okay, well, fine. <laughs> slash. There we go. That's even dumber. <laughs> it's a perfect dab. No, slash. it's... <laughs> I hate it more. Oh off to a great start. Well, oh, if you guys geez. want to watch all these antics live, you can catch us at twitch.tv slash there did the proper way. You're welcome. Wait uh, the rest podcast. Links are down in the description down below. Anywho, welcome back to the podcast. Happy New Year to everybody. Thank you to the early people showing up, even uh, Lord Ghost Cat. And Joe, for your fizzy lifting drinks shenanigans. But thank you, Tor Oh, and Tori de to Sushi, all three of you. God damn it. Thank you, Hell's Breach, Tori de to Sushi, Joe-, Joe Dracona, Lord Ghostcat, and uh, Ethereal Ashes here. Why, Ethereal Ashes, aren't you supposed to be busy right now? Uh, nope. Day Daydream Fantasies and uh, everybody else I missed? Nope, that's everybody. Awesome. Welcome back. Okay, we go back to Valorant now. Okay, bye-bye. Enjoy Valorant. Uh, just use the other arm, dumbass. No, it was much easier to do this. <laughs> No, Uh, dab again and i'm sending you more hot shit other than the chip oh oh hot shit you say i'll take a magazine thanks very much breach anyways (laughs) my (laughs) wish it was (laughs) fair enough my Rehearsal ended at 2.30. Oh, her rehearsal ended when you were... Apparently, oh, well, yeah. Okay. Never mind then. <laughs> fair I enough. I was
1: like, well, I'm guessing going to the tourist anyway. Yeah,
0: okay, well... <laughs> to be is- fair,
1: I was expected to be here by like one, but I was like, wait, he works still.
0: I mean, you had been disappointed. You've been sitting on the steps waiting, so yeah, unfortunate, <laughs> but oh well, it's what it is. All right, well... Thank you guys, for being here, welcome back to the wings of uh, with the live stream. The wings and wrists, totally unstructured. Okay, I get it,
1: it's been a while, but it, dude. it has
0: been a while. I'm sorry, I know you're here. My apologies, so shaky. I'm sorry, I stop. I'll try and stop. You know what? Another thing is that the webcam itself is not like solidly locked on. I have it sitting at this awkward position that's very jumpy, that might be better.
1: And I'm also chronically just moving shaky. my leg That's which okay. doesn't help.
0: Well, we'll sit over here and we'll just try and be as still as possible. No promises, but we'll try and be as still as possible. We'll just go from there. All right, now audio listeners are like, "See, I don't have to deal with shaky cam. It, it works out. It's all perfectly balanced. I miss this shit, but I also don't miss vomiting, feeling like I'm in a fucking rocky ocean." So it's all good. All right, well, thank you guys for coming back and I and thank you to new people for joining up. We talk about literally Whatever we want on here. It's usually themed around uh, nerdy stuff and uh, culture, like uh, tabletop games, video games, it's a bit of media stuff, like uh, music and such. A lot of Most of the social media stuff comes from my end, and then a lot of like the video games and uh, that kind of realm comes from Jackson's end. So if you're into anything in that broad term, uh, then take a listen and give us a shot. And if you enjoy it, be sure to tell your friends. If you don't, well, you tell us. All right. On tell to- him. Or on mainly me. Him. Yeah, mainly me. Uh, <laughs> Ethereum Ashy. To be fair, he also hasn't streamed on his solo channel for a long time. Also true. I did take quite a bit of a break over Christmas break. and then I Which won. everyone should have. Everyone should have, yeah. I hope everyone had a good Christmas break. If you don't celebrate Christmas, then I hope you had a, a good last couple of days. Whatever it was to you, I hope they were good. All right. Well, I have a couple of topics just off the top of my head while the music was playing that I thought of that I wanted to bring up. So I'm going to start off with one that mainly benefits to you that I don't even know if you're aware about. I'm sure you are. Monster Hunter Rise is now on Steam.
1: Oh, did it actually finally, like, actually drop
0: on Steam? Oh, sorry. No, no, no. It's not out and, like, playable on Steam, but it's coming out on Steam. Yes, it is coming
1: out on Steam, and chances are I'll probably buy it again because I never really actually like dug my teeth into into rise mm-hmm. i'm not sure why because with monster Hunter world i've played like 550 hours of of monster Hunter world on my pc alone yeah and then like, you,
0: and you had it on playstation before even getting it on pc and you yeah. finished it there too so
1: yeah i've played through the game probably like four times maybe decent, five decent like if ashley wanted to be like hey i want to play monster Hunter, i'd be like let's go <laughs> <laughs> let's go five times hell yeah <laughs> but yeah, it's just like Monster Hunter World has been like the Monster Hunter for me. I'm not sure exactly why, but it, it just resonated with me for whatever reason. Yeah. I think the biggest difference between Rise and uh, in World is one, the controller. I much prefer using a PlayStation controller rather than the Switch controllers.
0: Even like a Switch Pro controller? Or do you, Wait, no. Oh, I never use the oh, Switch right, Pro yeah. controller really right.
1: all that much. Because uh, I, I tend to play mainly handheld, so...
0: Which surprised me. I play mainly docked. I, the handheld, I only ever play handheld, when I, quite literally, there's only one situation that I ever play handheld, and it's when I go to Cal Tire to get my tires changed over from Winters <laughs> to Summers or Summers to Winters. Yep. For whatever reason, I could just, you know, do like everybody else and pull out my phone and just watch YouTube videos. But for whatever reason, because I did it once, so now it's just my ritual when I t- change my tires, that's when I put my Switch into handheld. Otherwise, it stays in the dock permanently, and I just use the Pro Controller.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um honestly, I'm not sure the and then also what really irked me is that you couldn't go through the game the entire game on rise solo. Well, you could, but oh. you basically so the village quests are only low rank up to a po- up to a point and okay. then, then they're done. That's it. So then you have to go on to the the online lobbies in order to do the rest of the game. Uh-huh. Which I I wasn't a huge fan of, so as soon as I finished like the, the the main storyline, I dropped it hard. Like I, I uh, tried true. to do. I think on stream, that's that tells you how long I, I played it. Uh, that I tried to go onto the online lobbies, but it took forever to kill anything because mm-hmm. anything was, you know, statted for two players, three players, four players. Yeah, uh, at least I believe it was. Other other than that, I I may have just been, you know, not good enough at the game.
0: Could <laughs> I mean I doubt that sincerely, but also like were whenever you did the online lobbies, were you playing with Randos or do you have at least No, it like was just press? me. Oh. Oh wait, hold on. So you had to play online You have to put go into the online
1: lobbies, but you could do it solo if you really oh, wanted to. Okay. But it didn't feel good.
0: Because gotcha. I
1: I took like thirty minutes to kill a lagombi, Gotcha. A high okay. rank Legombi. That enough. was it. And it's like eh, not worth it. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna drop this game for now. Fair and I, I I did. I haven't picked it up since. Even though I do want to finish the game, because I've heard it's it's a decent game. But, I don't know, maybe I'll end up uh, deciding to get the PC version. I'm not 100%. Uh, I actually just picked up a bunch of games recently on it. So Yeah, uh,
0: Ash, you told me you picked up both Witcher 1, 2, and 3. And for whatever dumb reason, you decided to start with Witcher 1 why why did you just go to the witcher 3 the good one and play that i don't one? know you like there, i gave it
1: i've given it a chance and it's been like go here do this fight these do this and it's like one or three one okay like i'm probably gonna skip it
0: <laughs> yeah I just...
1: i'm probably gonna skip both of them okay, i we... wanted the story yes ashy i wanted the story and I realize it doesn't fucking matter. It,
0: it doesn't matter at all. Uh, there is... The only
1: time it does is, like, the end of number two. And that's it. Yeah. It, then that just does your, your world state yeah. for your for The Witcher 3. Yeah, but which... then even
0: if you start Witcher 3 brand new without playing those other two games, it'll ask you questions about the other game. You just pick what feels good to you. That's what Dalton told me. And I was like, all right. And then I went and watched playthroughs of one and two. And I was like... Yeah, I didn't need to play those. <laughs> like three is fine without ever playing those ones, so the
1: combat I find is very, very bad in number one. <laughs> yeah. How is the combat the same in number three where it's like the point and click one? No. Good. Oh God. God. Thank God. Absolutely oh. not.
0: <laughs> no, combat in number three is like uh, almost Monster Hunter? Yeah, I mean Monster Hunter Isk. It's it's That's, nowhere yeah. to the fucking degree of Monster Hunter where you're fucking flinging and grappling and shit, and bouncing and You're not Hunter. doing any of that ridiculous shit. It's akin to like, like standard third person yeah. fighting uh, okay. medieval games. That's
1: great to see because Witcher One is click, click, yeah. click. Yeah. No. In t- in tandem. No. In in, in Succession. That's all it is. No, Witcher. Witcher three is your basic mm.
0: like you moving around constantly. X you hard swing and you know switch your weapons and such like that and cast spells. It's you know it's not fucking point and click. So, that
1: that's been my biggest issue so far is that the combat is really fucking boring.
0: Yeah. No. So, I would. I I would say. I'm probably
1: gonna skip it and just go to. to I would just Zim go 3. straight to three.
0: Three is three is a hell of a good time. Wonderful. Because
1: that leaves me open to read the
0: books. Yeah. Which, I, I, have you ever read any of the books? No.
1: No, I haven't, and I've been told to. And Because right, right now I've been, like, balls deep in, like, Warhammer books and mm-hmm. audiobooks. Fair enough. Which are great, by <laughs> the way.
0: Mm-hmm. Highly recommend.
1: Like, Infinite and Divine, loved it. Caiaphas Kane books, fucking great, hilarious. Uh, and your your favorite, Soul Hunter trilogy.
0: So good. Like, Very good. Very good. And, and, the, and the thing is like I someone could be like oh you're biased because you play Night Lords but at the same time you didn't th- Well, that's true but at the same time though no 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 I did I played Night Lords long before I even knew a book existed I <sighs> played Night Lords way back in like middle school just because I opened <laughs> the Codex and literally the only reason I picked Night I was two reasons I picked helmets yes it was the helmets there was two reasons I picked Night Lords. Yes, <laughs> Lords for my army because I, I liked chaos just because. They were evil and spiky, and they look cool. And who the fuck wants to be the good guys? Back There's then, there is no good yeah, guys. Yeah, but back in middle school, I you know, Space Marine was the good guys. Mm-hmm. So I just picked up Chaos Space Marines because they looked cool. They had the spiky bits, and I like spikes. And then just flipping through the codex, every page looked the same. But then you got to the Night Lords codex, and the whole page was black, and the text was white. Whereas every other page of the codex, mm-hmm. talking to things, it was well white. I mean, like a tinges brown with black text, but. The Night Lords one. It was all black text, or all black with white text, and then they had a big picture of a Night Lord, literally lightning jump, not painted on, jumping around his armor and giant, uh, sprawled <laughs> red bat wings. And I was like, done. These guys. This is my fucking army. And I painted them as is. And then I was. And then when I found out you could actually buy custom helmets for them as such. You uh, did. Oh, so good. Bought them. I didn't. Were really- they resin? Oh yeah, they're me- they were metal. Oh god! Yeah, no no no, the old old fucking helmets. Some of my marines, you, some of my nightlord marines, you pick them up and they look like the exact same marine, but one's heavier. There's no washers at the bottom. It's just because the shoulder pad and the helmet are metal. Oh, <laughs> so, that sounds awful. Yeah, but at the time I didn't fucking know any different. I was just like, eh. yeah, slap it on there. Yeah, just fucking click, click, glued. It's fine. It is what it is. So, but. uh but yeah, and then I and then long, long, well, and then later I found out nightlords are actually dog shit. <laughs> eh, they're not the greatest. They're not On the tabletop. tabletop. I mean, yeah. <sighs> the rules center around morale, whereas morale doesn't it, fucking matter. Morale anymore. is not a huge deal. Like sometimes, yes, you could roll a six and one guy runs, and then you roll a bunch of more dice and you roll a bunch more sixes and a bunch more people run, and sometimes runs. you. Or sorry, ones. Either way, uh, but sometimes it can happen. And yes, night lords can somewhat affect that, but it, uh, it's just I, yeah. Try,
1: against, try it against the uh, custodes, with their are eleven. It, yeah, leadership. exactly.
0: Like shit like that. It's like okay, there's no point to ever. Like the the best the best things about night lords, I find is a couple of their stratagems are really really good.
1: And their their names are fucking great.
0: Yeah, that as well. They're fucking great. Um, like in Midnight Clad, minus mm. one to hit. Um. Vox screen or Vox scream. I've never got to use it, unfortunately, but it's the best round they have. Within like six inches, just turns off aura effects, Mm -hmm. like. There are so many like characters and such that would be fucking mint against, but I've never been able to use it.
1: Yeah, like if against the uh, it meant more when like the full Ma- chapter master rerolls was an aura.
0: Yeah, it, huh? it definitely
1: meant more then. Yeah, it now, still matters. Though. It still
0: matters now, but back then if you could shut that off, ooh. Yeah, like you if were you could singing. just shut off call for a turn. Yeah, oh, you were singing. Was or good shit.
1: Or, like, a, a space marine captain or, you know, Gilliman.
0: Yeah. Oh, you just shut down all of Gilliman's aura effects. Done. Oh.
1: That's probably still good against Gilliman. Mint.
0: <laughs> so. But, yeah. We'll see what their... I'm, I'm very curious to see what their new rules bring in their new codex. Because I don't know how else... Cause you know, if you want to stick with the, I know we're hopping all over the fucking place here, chat. Welcome to the welcome to the Wings of Earth Totally Unstructured podcast. It's called Totally Unstructured for a reason. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but, like, I don't, I'm very curious to see how, what they're going to do with Nightlord rules. Because I feel like they go down the, like, they heavily influence morale as mm-hmm. their chapter tactics or whatever it's called for chaos. I can't remember exactly, but whatever. It's, it has to be. Way more heavy-handed than it is right now, just because morale matters doesn't... so little. Yeah, as is, it didn't matter very much in eighth. It still don't matter too too much in ninth. There's yep. very few armies where morale is like after you lose two or three units in a squad. You're like, oh, I'm real nervous about morale. But most units, you're like, uh, how about you guys? Are those I lost five, but their leaderships twelve. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it just it just never matters.
1: So, mm-hmm. yeah, like it's not doesn't mean a whole heck of a lot when. My army that I play mainly has leadership 10 across the board Yeah, exactly they don't give a
0: flying fuck yeah it's awful like okay well see
1: what I could see them doing is having what they have right now but adding minus one to combat attrition as well on top of it.
0: Yeah, that that would definitely be a boon. That would be something. So, like, a max
1: of, like, negative two or something yeah. for that one? No, otherwise just, just
0: make a negative three. Maybe negative four. Negative five. Fuck it. Why yeah. not? Let's just
1: fucking... On sixes, they're running. Let's just throw the gauntlet. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I feel like comboing that, because it's one thing to have them fail, but it's another to make them run.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So, so if they did that...
0: That would, be, You know what? I'd be happy with that because like, I'm not out here asking. Like, I want Night Lords to be the strongest Chaos unit. It's you just want to give them a bone. I, yeah, I just want to be... I don't want to feel... Give them a scrote. I, <laughs> 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 I just want to be able to play my Night Lords and feel good playing Night Lords because their rules are not dog shit. Yeah. Like Most of the time that I play Chaos now, I don't play them as Night Lords. I either play them as world leaders just because I like to slap and even world leaders right now are not that great. But I usually... Hey.
1: Just wait for the codex.
0: I know I, it's coming, hundred percent. It's all but confirmed to be coming, and I'm, oh, it's going to be mint, and especially <laughs> berserkers at two damn wounds. Oh, it's going to be mint, and so, the new b- plastic berserker kit, right? Yeah, hundred percent. It has to be right. There, there's no fucking way they don't do that. Eldar, right? is, Eldar just got a whole bunch of new models. Berserkers are next. No, nah, they they took all the budget. D- fuck you, they did. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> A small part of me is like, you right. <laughs> but the other part of me is like, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. Don't you dare. Don't you dare say that. Berserkers are older than me, and they look awful. Ugh. They're so tiny. They're small. They still, when you buy them from the GW store, they still ship with 25 millimeter bases. I don't understand why. You can't even play the bottles you buy. It's, why? Like, holy no shit. I shit you not. They, uh, it makes me so mad. It's like, so okay. So
1: you bought Berserkers.
0: No, I was going to buy more berserkers. Oh, but on the
1: on the thing it was like, yeah, they come with these. Yeah, bases. but I
0: checked and it said twenty five millimeters. I was like so thirty two. Yeah, they're thirty two. All Marines are thirty two millimeter bases, but no Minimum. berserkers now they ship with the twenty five millimeter bases still. It's like why?
1: That's so, awful.
0: So when you buy when you have to buy berserkers, you have to buy a thirty two millimeter base pack with them. It's, or it's
1: dumb. You don't do that and just kit bash your own. No, or you yeah. Because... That's what
0: mini wargaming Dave did. he kitbashed kit the Age of Sigmar Berserkers yep. Uh, and you, you know what? They look great. Yep. They're newer, so they look nice. They got some dope-looking axes, and honestly, if you're running Berserkers with, uh, w- like, uh, firearms, you failed, so <laughs> there's no point. <laughs> hey, some
1: of the, some people like to have the pistols.
0: Some people, and those people are playing world leaders wrong. <laughs> <so>.
1: <laughs> but, the only type of ranged weapon they're supposed to have is grenades.
0: Yeah, if, and that's about it, and if you're throwing grenades... You failed you just, your charge. Yeah, if you're throwing grenades, you either haven't charged yet or you failed your charge last turn. <laughs> That's it. Yup. So, oh, but also, speaking of price, so um, this leads me into something I was, I'm was i going to make a video about. Not anytime soon. I'm going to wait a little bit. But um, I want to talk about, a little bit about Warhammer Plus. So, oh, no. I, I, I talked a little bit about Warhammer Plus uh, many, many podcasts ago, for those of you who remember. Warhammer Plus is uh, Games Workshop's own, basically their version of, like, Streaming service Netflix, Hulu, Prime TV, all that kinds of stuff. Uh, so Warhammer Plus was keyword was this huge announcement that they were going to have the primary biggest thing they were going to have on there was their own homemade animations and well their own homemade animations. There was a lot of them. that and were homemade animations reports. and their own battle reports. Um, so uh, everything in total, there was their own battle reports, lore masters, which is just talking about the lore of certain characters and and events and such. Um, Animations, uh, all of the old White Dwarf magazines are all in there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Their entire painting tutorials line up, and that was about it. Yeah, that's it so far. And then if you sign up for an entire year, you get an exclusive model for either Age of Sigmar was an orc or Warhammer 40K was a sniper assassin. Vindicare. Like Vindicare on a destroyed Sisters of Battle uh, statue, which looks dope. It's kind, it's cool. It sucks that you have to wait an entire year to even get it, but I get it. You know, It's the incentive to keep your subscription. And trust me, they need that incentive because oh, here's, here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing. There are, I think, uh, when I last counted, there was roughly... 15 or 16 animations that were coming out for Warhammer Plus. And the biggest one was Astartes 2, because a lot of well, a lot of uh, animation or animators on YouTube who were either had made uh, Games Workshop animations or were in the process of making Games Workshop animations, basically, yeah, they were told by Games Workshop, hey, we love what you're doing. How about you come work for us? Or you erase everything off YouTube. Yep. And... I think every single one of them, except for like a very small handful, said, "Sounds great. We'll come work for you and continue our animation with your budget under your care." But we can't release it on YouTube anymore. And you know, for most of the animators, I get why they do that. Honestly, oh, if yeah. if you, it's a no brainer. It's a no brainer. The unfortunate thing though is that I, I don't know how Games Workshop is doing this, and I I understand the Games Workshop is primarily run by a lot of older people who don't understand a lot of things about today's world and that sounds like I'm being mean but I'm being 100% You're being ge- honest. I'm being 100% genuine because honest to god I I I surf a lot of Warhammer content I google a lot of Warhammer stuff Google knows what I like they serve me ads across every fucking platform based on what I like and I see very very little Warhammer ads and the only ads I do see for Warhammer are new news articles on Warhammer community Mm-hmm. I haven't yep. ever seen one advertisement for Warhammer Plus once since I signed up. Not once. And not even when I'm not even like doing my own thing just just gr- going through like if I'm reading like an article on Spikey Bits or something like that and they have their ads on the side, not once do I see an ad for Warhammer Plus. And the thing is, I know for a fact that they're not making as much money on Warhammer Plus as you'd like to think oh, they are no. because a couple months in they they started uh, saying that you could get ten dollars off the entire Games Workshop store if you signed up for Warhammer Plus. Now it did not apply to those who already signed up. It was for new signups only. That's bullshit. I, exactly, it was for new signups only. Two months in, you're trying to make incentive, but the problem was. If there's you, nothing there the, well th- that one there was nothing there two the only place they're promoting warhammer plus was on their own store games workshop and in warhammer community nowhere else did i see it there is no marketing team for warhammer plus if you want people to sign up to this you need to market it you need to add, put advertisers to out. be
1: fair if they are not going to those particular websites how ha-
0: but here's the counter thing and this and this would bring me back to the animations when they were on YouTube. How many people watched Stardees on YouTube that have no fucking idea what Warhammer is but loved the animation? I millions, know a couple. Millions. Astartes had millions of views across each one of its episodes before it even condensed into all of, all five into one video. Millions of people watched that. And there was hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of reactions of people who have no idea what Warhammer 40K is, no idea what a space marine is. But they watched the animation because the animation was that good. Curse. And then out of nowhere, gone. And then just a video on their page saying, hey, we moved over here. And that's it. How many people are going to now go over to Warhammer community, make a My Warhammer account, no. and sign up for Warhammer Plus just to see starties again? None. Zero. It's zero. Because everyone is re uploading it to YouTube. Granted, those re uploads don't last a long time because Games Workshop's out here fucking No, you can't. It's our it's our no content warning, now. Hammer. Yeah, it's our content now. You can't see it. And it's ugh. So that and oh sorry, I lied. There is one other place that they are promoting Warhammer Plus I completely forgot about. Their own YouTube page. Yeah. But uh, it's it needs to be marketed a lot more. And I really (laughs) I struggle to think how on earth they're making money and I really don't think they're making what they wanted to make out of it. Absolutely not. Because and this is where we get to the big thing. Uh, I basically what I want to do is I want to make a Warhammer Plus one year later. Is it worth it video? But I have to wait about three more months in order to do that <laughs> video. So, it, but at this point in time, so there is roughly 15 animations promoted for Warhammer Plus that are already in the making before they even announced Warhammer Plus. 50 animations already in the making. You want to know how many are on Warhammer Plus as of today? Because I checked it today. Two, Two. Hammer and Bolter and Angels of Death. Technically, Astartes 1 is also on there, but mm. it's not new. Everyone's mm. seen Astartes, so it's not, you know, an exclusive. And that's not... That alone is not worth... No. ...staying there. It's not worth it. I think... Uh, what Have I you put? watched
1: any of the battle reports? I'm
0: curious. Yes, I have. I Are they good? <sighs> okay. It very much depends. It's... Okay. Uh... Are they fluffy as hell, or are they crunch? This is a different topic. I'm going to get into in a second here. Okay, so here's the. I'll get to that in a second. But right now at this date, I think I pay roughly. What do I pay? I think I pay close to twelve Canadian dollars a month for Warhammer Plus, uh, which includes everything on Warhammer Plus, uh, free subscription to the Warhammer 40k app. uh, Oh right. uh, And the Age of Sigmar app, if I ever use it. And uh, I think that's it. I think that's about what I pay it's it's probably somewhere around there. I honestly I'm not going to go searching for it, but somewhere no. around there. It's between 6 to 12 Canadian dollars. I know that's, you know, a jump between and a half, but none mm. the, it's it's roughly around there. And here's the thing. I've watched one episode of Hammer and Bolter <laughs> and it was enough to be like I made a, I made a video about that way ago. You can see it's titled um, Why Games Workshop Doesn't Care About You. Hammer and Boulder Review. Accurate. Uh, you can watch that review, and uh, there's a lot of other reviews that I watch that are basically echo the same things that I had, which is unfortunate uh, because it means I'm right because <laughs> if everyone else is saying the same thing, it's got to be true. Uh, but anyways, and then the other animation they had on there, Angels of Death, I watched the trailer for it, and I talked to you a little bit about it before we, uh, outside a the podcast, and it visually looked interesting, but I was really disappointed in the sound effects. Mm-hmm. Like, it, uh, it as a Terminator, had a twin bolter, and it ran out of ammunition, and he chucked it on the ground, and it landed, I shit you not, like the sound of a tinfoil ball going t- 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 across the floor. It was so disappointingly Unheavy, And then he pulled a power sword and it lit up and the sound of it lighting up was, eh, it was okay. It, it wasn't awful, but it was okay. But then when he swung it and he was cutting down gene stealers, it, it makes less sound than my fucking conductor stick. Ouch. I don't know if you guys can even fucking hear that, but here, this one's more sensitive. We're going to just... I don't know if you can hear that at all chat but it's it was sad it was it was really really sad You want to hear I, I want to hear yeah I want to hear there's there has to be the sound of a whoosh as it cuts through the air, a bit of a shing as it goes over the metal, and then when it hits something, it needs to be satisfactory, hit with punch. You want to hear the meat, the bone, Give and me a thunder crunch. hammer. Y- y- oh, so we're going to get to that. No! <laughs> no, no it's Not quite a thunder hammer. We're going to get to that, though. So, But that kind of thing from the trailer, I was disappointed. But I was a little optimistic because I was like, it's the trailer. It's to promote it. This probably isn't gonna, what it's going to be like in the final scene. They just need to get a trailer out. It's exactly the same. <laughs> mm. It's so disappointing. It's exactly the same. That scene is exactly the same, sound for sound. I checked. I went to the trailer. I listened to it. I went to the episode, that part of the episode, and I listened to it. It's verbatim exactly the same. Mm. I was so disappointed. But I watched the entire show, uh, all 10 episodes. On a scale of 1 to 10, it's about a 6.7 uh, from me. Come the, on. just th- add another 0.2 hilarious no it it does not get a 6.9 it's like a (laughs) 6.7 the story is good i like the story the story was the one thing that kept me engaged but out of any any piece of media story is king everything else can be lack but if the story is lack it's garbage the story was good i enjoyed the story quite quite well thought out voice acting pretty good i wouldn't say the best here but i also wouldn't say average it was pretty good there was a couple moments where i was like that doesn't seem to fit how your actions are doing, but I'm not an Astardes, so what the fuck do I know? True. <laughs> but for the most part, I was it was very good and I enjoyed it. <sighs> it's sound effects. Yep. Holy fuck. Damn, I mm, what I don't understand is that Astartes sound effects are the best sounds for sci fi I've ever mm-hmm. heard. And it was made by one every fucking guy. Every single movement
1: is feels exactly the way it needs it, to. It's
0: it's heavy, it's impactful and it you never ever sit there questioning <coughs> would it make that sound? <coughs> yes, yeah, you never ever think you're never sitting there thinking that could have been heavier, that doesn't seem right or anything. But through Angels of Death, all 10 episodes, many many times I was just like that don't seem right. It's just it's your fe- brain was just like uh uh-uh. uh It just it feels weak, it feels lackluster. But the thing that really confuses me though is there were moments, so there's a chaplain, he's from the trailer, no spoilers. Yep. there's a chaplain, and I don't know what the chaplain weapon is, but it's uh, the Crozius. That one. Uh the chaplain web, which is basically a hammer, but it has fucking wings on it. Yep. Literally
1: he, just a mace.
0: It's yeah, it's just a mace. He <laughs> he comes into a scene and he fucking backhands a gene stealer with that thing. <laughs> oh Medius crunch ever the fucking yeah. and then it fucking splatters against the wall. Poof! It was oh, it was juicy, yeah, that's and what I was I like, hear. "That's what I want. That's the sounds I need." And in the same fucking episode, it then pans over to the goddamn Terminator with his power sword. Yes, uh, I, I don't know what happened there. I don't know how they got it so right with a chaplain's mace, and they get it so wrong with the power sword of the Terminator. It boggled my mind. And then another thing it boggles
1: my mind that a, a Terminator would just have a power sword.
0: Well, he had a twin he had a twin link bolter in one hand and a power sword in Copy the other bolter. Hand. Yeah, that one. Yeah. So he, that was what he was rocking. But anyways, um, why no lightning claw? What the fuck? D- there was no lightning claws. D- uh, spoilers: no lightning claws in the entire show. They're blood angels. Blood angels don't typically carry lightning claws. If they were space wolves, they do, but blood don't really carry lightning claws. You obviously haven't fought Peter, then. <laughs> uh, I, I, did, I did fight Peter's blood angels, but I fought his... Vanguard son.
1: vets with like, storm shield claw
0: i don't remember that i remember his sanguinary (laughs) there was a lot (laughs) oh i remember his sanguinary guard fucking absolutely ass blasting me to infinity but anyways that's not true uh but anyways so the sound effects is what i took a no that (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, the sound effects would absolutely drag down angels of death for me and then also this is i don't even know what to call this but this happened about four or five times throughout the entire show And I'm going to try to explain it. So uh, you're, you're watching the show, right? You're watching the scene. And the scene's panning. Let's say there's a corpse in front of you, right? The scene's panning into this corpse while the Astartes are talking in the background or something. And then for a frame, a frame, it suddenly, like, fucking zooms in or, like, quickly pans over to the side of the corpse for one frame. And then it goes to the Astartes walking down, coming up to the corpse, to the next scene. It's a... It's like a skip. Chaos? It's, no, that's the thing. When I first saw it, I thought it was supposed to be like a jarring effect of something going going on like that. But no, because it happens at the weirdest times. Because it, it that was the first time it happened. And I was like, okay, that was weird. And I like skipped back, back, frame by frame by frame. And it went to that frame. And it was just like a weird side angle of the face for one single frame. And then back to the other thing. I was like, okay, don't know why they did that. But then it happened again several episodes later at a very tender moment. And it was hmm. just jarring because it's, you know, you're listening to this and you're, like, getting into investing and all of a sudden it's just, like, it's suddenly, like, a, a weird, like, and it's not, like, it zoomed in. This one was, like, way off to the side and the character's head was, like, in the corner of the frame. And then it was back to normal. It was this weird, like, like, they had another scene that was overlaid and they deleted it, but they missed one frame and it just, it skips onto that. Oof. It's very jarring when you're watching it because it's basically, like, you know, a flash of white light while you're watching a movie just out of the blue. And it's hundred percent guarantee. They're not meant to be there because they just—they're yeah. just, just jarring. No, that's just animation that was supposed to be cut. Probably the, exactly. It was just—it was weird. And the worst part is like it wasn't once or twice. It was at least like four or five times. That's sloppy. And I don't know the the two things. One, I don't know how it made it past because again, this is if this was a YouTuber's project, okay, you you can let stuff fly, but it's not. This is. A Games a Workshop produced... 1000000000 dollars. Yeah, this is a multi-billion dollar company producing this content. So the one thing, I don't know how they, this slipped by when they were doing the final review before posting and before the producers said, yep, it's a green light. But the second time, I don't know how it's still there. Yeah, Warhammer Plus has been out for months. It's not fucking printed to tape where you can't fuck it and fix it anymore. It's digital. They could go up, they could re-edit it, re-upload it, not tell anyone, and it would be fine. And I don't but know how it's didn't. still there. Like, seven months later, it blows my mind. So, the sound effects and those weird glitchy... Oh, third thing. (sighs) Okay. I really sound like I'm really bashing on Angels of Death. You are. But it wasn't bad. The story, the story really kept it going. I'm going to be honest. The story and the voice acting and the characters really kept it going. But holy damn. I don't know who animated their mouths, but they... they It was bad. So... (laughs) When you form, when you when you say words, your mouth forms to make those words. And when you're watching stuff like anime, you don't really notice because you, you only notice like when their mouth is open, they're saying something, but their mouth is typically just like this. They, it doesn't like, it doesn't have all the intricate details going no. on here. It's just, it's just this, but when which you just to, fine. which is fine, but when you get to 3d animation, your mouth has to, your character's mouth has to form to make those words. So if I say, if I say, ah, and my mouth is wide, but you hear oh, but my face is ah, your brain goes, that's not right. Guess what uh, happens yeah. in Angels of Death over and over and over you again? You want to know what happens
1: in The Witcher 2? Oh, probably, <laughs> Let's exactly, go!
0: probably exactly that. Oh, but it's it's so <laughs> jarring. And, and, and again, the worst part is that a lot of the time, though, your characters, you don't see their mouths because they're in their Astartes. Which is fine. Which is fine. So you never have to worry about that. You just watch their helmet move and they're like, they're and such. So you never notice. But then when the characters don't have their helmets on or there are certain characters that are not Astartes. This is why I always brute. have the helmets on. <laughs> but when you get to certain characters that are not Astartes and you see their mouth and you, they're talking. And like their mouth opens and they've said two words, but their jaw hasn't moved. And then their jaw closes on a third word and starts forming the fourth word. And then they get to the fifth word and it's still forming that fourth word. It's just, it's so weird. And it's really, really awful to watch because you want to get into it. And and like epic scenes are happening. You're like, this is cool stuff that's fighting. But your mouth is stuck on the, on the, and you've moved on to Astartes. (laughs) So So yeah, at the end of the day, all in all, and and that's the only animations that are on Warhammer Plus. It's fucking seven, eight months later since it launched. It's just Angels of Death and Hammer and Bolter. Honestly, I should watch all the other Hammer and Bolter episodes because I need to give a full review when it comes out, and I probably will. It won't take me long because there's not many. Uh, but mm-hmm. if they're anything like the, the um, what was that Commissar Yarik, uh Commissar Yarick episode, old, b- old okay. ballet, yeah, old Bailey, That was it. I'm going to be pretty disappointed. Yeah. So But at the end of the day for Angel of Death, um, I know you don't have Warhammer Plus, but for any of you who do have Warhammer Plus or you're looking to get Warhammer Plus, honestly, if you like space marines and if you really and I mean really like blood angels, mm. it's it's great. It's wonderful. They they suck Sanguini's dick a lot. Oh no! <laughs> it's, it's crazy. But there's also uh, I'm uh, I'm not going to spoil this part. But there's also a uh, fun guest appearance by a really cool Blood Angels uh, character that's in there. So that was very surprised to see mm-hmm. that. I didn't I didn't expect to see him. And then when he came out of the shadows, I was like, Oh shit! <laughs> is, it, is the character I would know? 100 percent, hundred percent. It, it's even if you don't play Blood Angels, it's someone you know. Oh, is it fucking Dante? Uh, uh no, Gabriel. G- uh, no, Gabriel. No, no, no. no okay, that, uh, the blood, the blood raven guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, damn uh, it! <laughs> spoilers, I guess, for anybody. So, so, ironically, Dante is in in the show. You never see him, but he's mm. talked about, and mm. technically, technically, voices line, They get orders issued by Dante. Mm. So technically, he's there, but no, uh, Mephiston shows up. Oh, that was my next, that was my second guess. <laughs> yeah, damn it! Mephiston shows up, and you don't realize, you don't like, you don't predict it to happen. He's you, you get in the scene, and you hear a voice from the shadow, and you're like, "Who the fuck be that?" And then you just see his two like spiky things on his cauldrons. Yep. I love the Mephiston model. It it's looks so it's good. so good, and and I will say he looks he looks. Are you gonna get him? Probably. <laughs> Honestly, probably. Because I like librarians, and Mephiston's are really good librarian. So, Damn right he is. So, probably I'll get him. And, I mean, he has the Blood Angels logo baked into his shoulder, so that takes the painting out of it. I've mm-hmm. already decided the Blood Ravens is just going to have the red drop, just like regular uh, nope, they have a yellow drop, which I don't understand fucking why. Whatever. So, but <gasps> the, he's going to have the red drop, and then I'm just going to paint the wings black because the Ravens, and we're going to do, do it that way. Yeah. Um, but, um, uh, I was going to say, right. So yeah, Mephiston's in it for uh, one episode. Oh, he's so cool. Whoever did Mephiston's w- voice acting, Phenomenal, nailed and, it, and how they did the praise for the animation here. How they animated Mephiston. The, if even if you don't know who Mephiston is, the moment he shows up and moves around, you know right off the hop he's a librarian and he's one fucking sadistic librarian. Holy shit, it's wow. It's, sp- Blood Angels are very good people. You think, and then you meet Mephiston, you're like these are not these are the good guys. This. Mm-hmm. so yeah, is uh, he was very cool. It's a very cool episode. But anyways, uh, Angel of Death. Great if you if you're like eh on Blood Angels, I think it's gonna be too much because wow they suck a lot of sanguineous dick and they talk about sanguineous and their father and the blood a lot. Wow, mm-hmm. um, but I like Blood Angels, so I was fine with it. But I uh, I could see it being overwhelming for some people. But anyways, I hope that they add something
1: like uh, I read one of the new Necron books recently. Well, read listened to. Uh, it was Twice the Dead King. Twice Dead King. It was great. It it took a disgraced noble and showed his him returning to the place that he was exiled from and just watching it crumble. Oh shit! It was fucking incredible.
0: Oh wait, hold on. That's the Silent King. No. Oh no. Who the hell is it? Baltics is, is,
1: is, it... is his name. He's a, oh, he was I have no an idea. overlord. Oh, I have basically no goes idea. back to okay. the his crown world, and it's basically just become a bunch of flayed ones. Oh and no! It has a it has a construct. Uh, spoilers, I guess, but it's it's walking around with corpses just on it, uh, and people it's a are corpse work-
0: collector <laughs> from D <D&D. laughs> and
1: D, pe- and they're following it around because they want to eat the the meat off of that falls off of it when it rots off. Uh, it's f- it's disgusting. Jesus Christ! And and th- there's a guy manipulating everything and having meat basically s- brought to them. Like, humans and, and livestock. It, it's incredible the way it goes from... I, I'm i disgraced here. I'm never going to last. Because he he's defending a place, one of the fringe worlds, from like a giant influx of orcs. Okay. And it's his story of, like, okay, I understand that if I, I go back to here, I'm going to die. But if I stay here, everything's going to die.
0: Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so he goes and... It is so cool to see him going and looking at something that was originally so great and is having it cr- literally crumbling around him. That's awful. It's it's a really I mean, good book. It's interesting, but it also sounds awful. The My favorite part is the fact that with him, so there's Ultix, and then he has like five sub-minds, which are like mini versions of himself oh, just- inside of him. So he literally has conversations with himself.
0: <laughs> oh, but it's like actual, like, back-to-back conversations because there's actual minds. Yes, so there's one that's... Interesting.
1: They actually have their own, like, main functions. There's du- doctrinal, which is all, like, dynasty and and uh, the way things are meant to be and stuff like that. There's strategic, who's all about the the, the facts and winning battles and stuff like that. There's combat, who's, like, literally a snarling beast. Right. <laughs> Okay. There is Xenology, which is all about Xenos, and he hates it because it likes to learn about Xenos, and he is just like, ah, yes, the poop on this one is this, and he's just like, no, god damn it. <laughs> and there's one more, but I can't remember what it's called. But it's just like him and those guys and, and all of them kind of like talking with each other, and that's those are actual characters, and I, I've never been like in this situation where it's like. I like the main character, but I like his sub-minds more.
0: (laughs) I like (laughs) like, his sub-minds of the main character
1: more. Do I still like the main character? (laughs) Exactly. And it's read by the same guy who did Infinite and the Divine. So it's so fucking good. And they're coming out with the, the second book. Of, I think it's going to be a trilogy. Okay. And I'm so fucking hype because that entire book was a roller coaster and I loved it.
0: Did you like it more or less than Infinite and the Divine? Because you really liked Infinite and Divine.
1: <sighs> I got to say, I just really like Tracen. <laughs> okay. I love
0: Tracen. He's so fucking funny. So you, you say you like Tracen more than the whole novel itself. Uh, no, I, I I think The Infinite and Divine,
1: with it being such a... It, it's a comedy, basically. Yeah. It, it's so fucking funny the, how petty Orkin and Trazen get that it kind of just trumps everything. It's just how everything just kind of coalesces to make the story. Like, Trazen, you know, having... Again, spoilers. Like, trying to kill Orkin with a gene stealer leading to a gene-stealer cult like 300 years in the future. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fucking funny, and it's so cool the way everything just kind of interlocks with the story. So mm-hmm. Infinite Divine is definitely, like, my number one. It, I'm also biased as all fuck, but, you know. But Twice Dead King, absolutely worth the read. Mm. 100%. Even if you don't like Necrons a whole lot, this kind of, it does its whole, like, morality thing really well for Necrons. Mm-hmm. I'd at least give it a try, but you know that's just me, and I'm hella
0: biased. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, I, I, ironically, I told you all, like how much I love the Night Lords trilogy. The Night Lords trilogy books is the only time I've ever fucking like out loud got angry and upset at a book. <laughs> I've never. I know exactly what part you're talking I've, about. I've never been that way for a novel. Ever and I have some novels that I love. The Name of the Wind, I love that n- novel. Uh, the Lies of Locke Lamora, love it. Uh, but like those novels, I don't. When I put them down, I'm not like, God damn it, fuck you. I, I've never done that. But at the end of the Night Lords trilogy, I was like, Fuck you, asshole. I trusted you. <laughs> God damn it. I was so you angry. son of a bitch. I was so fucking pissed. And then when he when he fucking says so, how are you? I was, Fuck you! <laughs> <I was> so <laughs> tired. I know exactly what fucking I was part. I'm so and I mad. It. And I was, and the worst, I was at work and I was reading it. And I doubted NPST, so somebody was with me, and I was just like, <laughs> "Fuck you!" And someone was like, "I was like, what the fuck?" It's like, I and wish. You had to explain. I, well, like they were like, "What's going on?" And I was like, "I wish I could tell you." And it's <laughs> way too complicated. And they're like, "Okay." So They just went back to their fucking oh. thing. But I was, I was so fucking livid, but it, it, because I was so livid, it's why I love that book because no other book has ever made me like that. And I, I will admit,
1: it. the Night Lord trilogy is pretty fucking great and I'm really glad that I listened to it. But I'm biased.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Well, I'm also biased. I didn't overly like Infinite and Divine. You never no, finished it. I never finished it, no. I, I. You never got to the good parts. Well, hold on a minute. So let me explain. So initially, I never finished it. I have gone back and have tried to finish it intermittently. I'll listen to it before I go to bed, and I just put it on and I'll listen to it. But mm. then I constantly have to keep rewinding because I don't know where I fall asleep to. Yeah, that's so, not a very
1: great way to do No, Infinite but I I
0: don't know whenever... Because whenever, Infinite and Divine is not one of those books that I want to sit down and I actually listen to because I just tune out. It's it's just, it becomes way too complicated for me. The time fucking <laughs> just snaps, and I hate it. I know they're Necrons, so time just fucking whizzes time them by. Time am fucking nothing. But I'm not a Necron, and I can't handle this fucking time-jumping shit. 300
1: years later. I, I can't.
0: 4,000
1: years I later. I can't
0: fucking deal with that. However, I want to make one point, one one part of the book that got me. When Trazin was with that human... Uh, in the library or something. Oh, you got that far. I got that far. When I'm he was impressed. when he was in when he was in the library with the human, and mm-hmm. he's getting the books, and then suddenly he was like, "Uh, can you get me something?" He's like, I'm, "I'm retired now." And what? Yeah. And it's boom. That whole human's life just happened in the span of uh, like a couple minutes at that, even at in, most in, in, in seconds. Traison,
1: in in Trazen's eyes, yeah. In
0: Trazen's eyes, just boom. His entire life just happened like that, and Trazen for the first time realizes, oh. Wow. Yeah, like Trazen is legitimately like, oh, I didn't even realize. Yeah. He had no idea. And this person spent his entire life with Trayson just there. With yep. Trazin, but for Trayson, it was just like that. And that part, oh, I really enjoyed that part. That There's part, a lot of that. That well, that was that was my favorite part so far. Again, I haven't finished it. Mm-hmm. But that was my favorite part so far. I was like, okay. That I enjoyed. I enjoyed seeing Trazen like realize, like, oh, wow, okay. And this person be like because ironic this person be like thank you like this this has been great and whatever and it's like you don't hear humans talking about necrons like you spent a reason for that (laughs) yeah exactly but it's like you don't hear that kind of stuff so that kind of moment was, it was such a shift of how people portray necrons or like humanity portrays necrons and just seeing trazon in a different light is that was that was a nice moment. i enjoyed that so um, that's my one. Little give me bit of plastic
1: trays please.
0: <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? Damn, they redid the whole Necron lineup, and they don't redo do Trazin? What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> they
1: did Illuminars to Zeras, and that's the only new character. Yeah, but done. like, what He wasn't even
0: like the biggest
1: one. Yeah, why would they do?
0: They did give us the give us the Silent King though. Yeah, but there was no model of the Silent <laughs> no, King. No, there anyway. wasn't. So yeah, they just like, <laughs> I just oh, not good enough here. The- Void Dragon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: to be fair, there was a Necron model teased. Oh, on the the, at the on the Rumor Engine. Oh, was it? Because it's, like, for sure a Necron cape.
0: Oh, okay. So it's like, it could be one <laughs> of them. C- it could be. <laughs> one old book could be. Oh. Uh, going all the way back. So, uh, the battle reports on Warhammer Plus. Yes. Okay.
1: <sighs> Fluffy or Crunch?
0: Here's the thing. So, um, in my goals video, the third goal, which you know about. Absolutely. Uh, chat, um, I may reveal some stuff here. So... Congratulations, uh, people. If you're a patron, you already know about it, uh, which I think everybody in chat right now, Ashley, Hellsbreach, I don't think anybody else is here. So you guys are both part of the patrons. So you already know if you listen to the podcast. So, but-a-boom. but anyways, um, so as part of that third goal, I wanted, because again, I want to come out swinging with this. So I wanted to know what makes good content for this and what makes bad content for this mm-hmm. what type of content do i enjoy watching do people enjoy watching based off of comments so i went and i did a full list i think i even have it in discord here over in your private discord yeah and my uh uh i think it was over here somewhere it's somewhere over here yeah so i went nice thumbnails nope. though thank you yeah this is <laughs> where i also put my <laughs> thumbnails so uh nope, it's not over here where the hell is it Somewhere over here I did uh, – uh, okay. I don't know where it is, but somewhere in my private Discord channel. Where I, I saw
1: God Shattering Star.
0: That was a uh, magic card. <laughs>
1: oh, damn it.
0: <laughs> Good try, though. Damn. But uh, no. So, so somewhere in my private Discord, I went I went through all the different types of channels of that type of content I wanted to do. People can figure out what it is now that we're going to mm. talk about battle reports. Um, and I listed like content that I think that I can easily surpass because I have the skills and the knowledge of two, basically content where it was literally just two people playing the game, holding a camera, no cuts, no music, bad audio, reverb kind of stuff. Things that I'm very, I'm very knowledgeable about. I know how to fix and I know how to do well. So I listed like I basically listed my competition. And then what I liked about it, what I didn't like about it, so I can take the good things about it and whatnot. And in doing so, I had to check out the battle reports on Warhammer+. Plus. This is Warhammer's battle reports. It better be the best of the best. It has Warhammer's money. It's not that it's not high quality, because that's the thing. It is exceptionally high quality. When it comes to the minis. The minis, outstanding, not a fucking, like, messed up mini anywhere. They Mm -mm. are painted to supreme. I bet you
1: anything, they're the same minis that they use like in the book.
0: Oh, probably. I mean, oh wait, no, actually, no, they're not. I can can guarantee they're not and that's another thing I'll get to. Mm. Um, So uh, like the terrain though, prime, the table, prime, the the way they do the overlays and everything, the digital overlays for like mission objectives and uh, and all that stuff, fucking phenomenal. The animations, Mm -hmm. all that stuff, absolute baller. The players very interesting. It's it's absolutely Games Workshop employees, but they're fielding their own personal armies. Oh, th- which which is where I don't. It's not like the, the. It's not the, the the codex. Yeah, the codex books. painted. Whatever. What is that company called? There's a company that does the painting for Warhammer's codexes. Oh, I'm not sure who it is. I can't. Remember, I think it's like heavy metal Gold. painting or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That it's something good. like that. It's something, something like that. But they're the ones that do all like the. When you need to prominently display a model for like a press release or codexes, it's it's them. I think they're called heavy metal painting. But yeah, anyways, that sounds right. Um, Gold standard, maybe something like that. But but these are no these are personal armies fielded by Games Workshop employees, and they're playing. So when they, I don't think they're doing this anymore. But when they announced they were going to do battle reports, the battle reports were supposed to be basically narrative battle reports around events that happened in Warhammer's history, and they were just going to replay those battles on the tabletop, was when, what they were going to do when they announced it. I watched a couple of them. I didn't watch them the full way. I just skimmed through them. They d- I don't think they're still doing that. At least they're not in the mm. most recent ones. If they are, they're not anything that looks familiar to me, but whatever. It's No sanguineous pepe hands. Uh, no, <laughs> but <laughs> the thing about the battle reports, and I can show you them to you after we're done the podcast here, the, the animation and the quality is there. The money is there. The banter and the talking and like the enjoy the the watching experience is lackluster.
1: They're they they're doing it crunchy.
0: They're there because they're paid to be there. Not
1: it's, because they want to play Warhammer.
0: Exactly. It's it's one of those when you watch Mini wargaming, or play on tabletop, or dice check. You're watching, especially dice check. Number one, when you watch people from dice check play Warhammer, they are there to play Warhammer. They don't give a shit what the fuck happens. They're playing Warhammer live on stream, and they have an absolute blast doing it. Mm -hmm. When you watch battle reports on on Warhammer Plus, I do generally think they enjoy playing Warhammer. But it's it's just part of their scheduled day, and it's just kind of something they have to go do in film because a lot of it just feels scripted. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel it doesn't feel real. It feels scripted, and for a battle report,
1: that I, isn't how it it, does, works. it
0: doesn't feel
1: right. A Battle report is very uh, what's the word? Um, mercurial. It's very yeah. adapting. Like you have to adapt on the fly based 100%. on dice rolls based on what happens with this fight over here if you need to intervene with a character yeah. or this over there it's very mercurial and you have to be able to adapt
0: uh-huh. and, and the thing is like those events do happen like of course they roll something and they react to the roll and they adjust accordingly but it's but just so not much there but it's yeah, it's just like it's reactive to like oh that happened ha, ha and they move on and they, and they move on from that it's not like you know fucking roll box cards it's like whoa let's go fucking box guys. you're gonna say guys fuck like it's not hype it's not energetic it's not it's it doesn't capture me and i think that's why i only skimmed through them because it, i wasn't grabbed the the thing that stood out to me was the animation the painting and the models the every everything visual is there. Nothing competes visually with them, except for play on tabletop competes with them yeah. in a visual manner. Play on a, tabletop
1: does a lot of work with
0: Holy that. shit, do they ever. Uh, but in terms of actually watching and enjoying the battle report, I couldn't do it because I, I wasn't I was immediately hit with visuals, which were great, but nothing sunk in enough to hold me. Mm-hmm. It showed me a real nice picture, but I stared at the picture long enough. I know what it's like. What do you else do you got? what is you know, <laughs> yeah um but it's just that's about it again i'll show you afterwards so um but yeah i think in terms of like the best play uh, the best if you want to watch warhammer 40k uh games and like get a real sense of like what playing warhammer 40k is like especially with like friends or even just new people who are like good mannered and like awesome people play on tabletop dice check Mini Wargaming. Absolutely. There was, Those was my top three. Those, those are, my, are the big three, in my th- Those are the big three. Those are my huge influence. Mini Wargaming has been There is been Tabletop it. Titans and oh, Winters yeah. as the, well. Winter, <sighs> Winters is... Eh, he doesn't really do Winters is... Okay, Winters is an interesting... Uh, person, I like Winters because he's knowledgeable. He knows what he's doing. He's been doing it for a very long time. But when it comes to the actual production side, it's minimal. There's mm-hmm. no music. It's just him and the camera. And it's, you know, similar to Mini Gaming. But Mini Gaming has better cuts. They introduce music. There's way more hype between the players. No matter who it is, it's mm-hmm. at Mini Wargaming. There's more hype. There's more energy. Good old Luca. And Fucking such. love Luca. Dave, oh, I really wish they started doing more banter bat reps. I know they can't because of COVID, but damn, banter bat reps. Were your. Those are my fucking bread I'm and butter. Dedicated. I love banter bat reps. I, I would love nothing more in my life to play a game with Dave and have a banter bat rep and have both of us have fucking apples of corn and fucking like do that whole, like, we're going to. We both have an apple. We're like, oh, apple no. of corn. And ah. like, sorry. <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> sorry. But like do that whole linky thing and they eat But I. That would be my fucking dream come true if I could do that um, but but Mini Wargaming I'd say they've, they've been doing Battleports the longest Absolutely. I watched Mini Wargaming when I first started playing Warhammer back in like 6th grade and they're still doing like games so they're okay, don't, I know this is completely off topic okay what happened to Vito I don't know. I was thinking about that today. <laughs> I was about I was, that today. I was too. thinking about that today. I was watching some uh, battle reports on my break, and I was I just thought about that because I was watching um, the the Gene Stealer one yep. today, and I just thought about that. And I was like, I haven't seen Vito in a while. It just came to mind. I don't know where he is. I don't know what happened to him. Like, I think he's just like the paint guy
1: now because of all all the COVID stuff. Because that's that's when he like. Bailed.
0: It's true, true.
1: But oh, I don't know if he's still there. I don't know because you don't see him.
0: You don't see him, and they've never talked about him. No, So I don't know. We I might have to go into the vault. Maybe they've done like a what were they weren't they doing like a weekly? Um, I missed those. Those off, are so office good. Office tours. What yeah. Was, what do they call those?
1: Uh, behind the scenes? No, 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 no. It,
0: it wasn't behind the scenes, but they called it. They, they had a name for that show. Yeah, I, I don't remember it. They are they supposed to do that weekly. I haven't. I don't think I've seen I don't one in see a while. One for like five months. <laughs> yeah, six oh, months. Oh shit. oh shit. Okay, well. Yeah, we'll have to maybe look into that. But anyways, yeah, I don't know what happened to Vito. I hope he's still there, because I like Vito. Vito's a cool guy. Uh, Yeah, the last time I
1: remember him was a... uh... Path to Glory. Yeah, where, that's, where the last time I, that's
0: the last time I saw Vito when he was playing Path to Glory and he was supposed to get Havocs but they had no Slanesh Havocs so they had to re-roll and he was salty about it the whole fucking campaign. Yep, yep, <laughs> As he should be.
1: Yeah, because those would have been nutty. <laughs> that would have been
0: brilliant at that. But, oh well, that's the last time I ever saw him too. Maybe that really just fucked him up that much that he couldn't <laughs> have his Slanesh Havocs. And he said, you know what? Fuck this. Me and my airbrush are out. <laughs> I don't know. but I, I, I think he's like, they send
1: all their models to him to paint. I think that's what's going on, but I don't have any confirmation for yay or nay on that.
0: Yeah, who knows? We have to look into that.
1: Yeah, like I, I feel like you should just like crash the one of their live streams. Like, hey, where the fuck <laughs> is Vito? Yeah.
0: Chat, where is Vito? <laughs> Spam, we want we Vito back. And just you know, wait for someone to answer, <laughs> but who knows? Uh, and then I also want to briefly talk about the last thing on Warhammer Plus, um, the Lore Masters. Okay, last thing. They also have the White Dwarf. I'm not interested in eh. all the old white dwarf model. Uh, you want the new issues. ones? Yeah, I want the new ones. Which they're not putting on there. They put all the old ones. <laughs> great. Nobody really reads old magazines, so no. yeah. But so uh, there's that. But uh, and then the painting tutorials, which uh, I eh. if I want painting tutorials, I'm going to go on YouTube. I'm yep. going to be honest. Duncan yep. Rhodes, YouTube, mwah, Coopertown Hobbies, Squidmar, all great. I l- love their stuff. So, um, was and then
1: me. going on to the Lore Masters. Lore There's master. a better lore. Well,
0: okay. So, lore masters. Honest to God, I think lore masters is the best stuff they have on there right now. Like Angel of Death, sure, it's All great. Right. But it's, it's Angel of Death, sure, it's great. Hammer and Bolter. I need to watch the rest. But if it's anything like Old Baileye, not so much. But lore masters, the guy doing the lore. Uh, he's obviously, of course, reading from a teleprompter, but he still reads it and makes it interesting. Like, he doesn't fucking go over the top. He's not adept, it's ridiculous. But, <laughs> but he reads it, and the way he reads it is very good. As soon as you start listening to it, you're like, I'm in, I got this. I want to hear more about Glasgow Thraka. I want to hear more about Baylor. I want to hear more about Nagash, not Balor, uh Balakor and Nagash and all these different people. And, like, ooh, they're they're solid. Their animations are well done. It's high-quality Probably the best stuff they make. Not, I don't think there's one thing about Lore Masters I can criticize the way it's made. It's well done. I very much enjoy Lore Masters. Fair enough. So, the, oh, nope, I do have one critis- cri- critique of Lore Masters. There's only like six episodes. What the fuck? You've been, <laughs> you've been doing Warhammer Plus for like seven, eight months at this point. You only have six episodes of Lore Masters. There are so many fucking characters. And they're doing them for both Age of Sigmar and Warhammer yes. 40k. They have a plethora of things they can talk about. Bring more lore masters. I love them, and that's about it. Um,
1: So. Oh no, we'll have to stick with adeptus ridiculous. Oh no, no.
0: (laughs) but no, adeptus ridiculous is great. Uh, It's there. You both get the lore in different ways. Adeptus Mm -hmm. ridiculous is the way to get lore for people of our generation. Lore masters is applicable to, I would say, anyone. Just mm-hmm. the way they do it, it's very easy, you uh, you can follow, the narrator does a wonderful job, it's all fantastic stuff.
1: To be fair, Bricky does a good job.
0: <laughs> I, I'm not saying he doesn't, I'm not saying he doesn't at all, but...
1: Yeah. I, I feel like anybody can get into Adeptus Ridiculous and kind of know what's going on. Uh, there just, is a lot of memes. I disagree. If There's you were, a lot if, of memes. If you
0: were to sit my parents down and have them listen to an episode of Adeptus Ridiculous, I don't. Think they wouldn't they'd... know what to do with lore masters either. No, I. Think, you shut the fuck up. I, I think they would. Okay, they would retain more. Even if it's information they don't understand, they would remember more of lore masters than I think they would of Adeptus Ridiculous. I think my parents would listen to Adeptus Ridiculous and like tune t- it out. 10 15 minutes in, they'd be like. This isn't for me. And they put the headphones down and be done. Okay, that. that that's fair. For lore masters, I I can see them watching the full 20, 20 minutes for lore masters. So. Fair
1: enough. And yes, Ashy, you're right.
0: is just a really big Bricky fanboy. Yeah, you know what? That's fair. And I <laughs> I forever will hold over the fact that Bricky responded to me on Twitter. Get fucked. <laughs> I don't use Twitter. <laughs> that too.
1: Do you remember what it was for?
0: Yeah, he he um um, he said something about night lords um. You know I'll no, find the tweet. <laughs> uh, We're going to sit here and find the fucking tweet. Yeah, let's I'm going well, to go find the find the tweet, and then... Um, uh-oh, what's going on here? Oh, never mind. Okay, while I go find the tweet, I want you to talk about... Um, let's see here. What's something we... Pre- my,
1: my Why did I choose the, my colors the way I did?
0: Hey, if you want to talk about that, go uh, for it. You do that.
1: I, I made a mistake, everyone. I chose one of my colors to be uh, a a gray-white.
0: Sorry, to interject. When he's talking about colors, he means the colors that he's painting his Necron bottles.
1: And my towel as well. And your towel, yes. And um, I also chose to prime my stuff black. So I have to do like three or four coats just to make it look okay. Fuck. (laughs) And when I have like 60 warriors to paint it's a freaking time so yeah i'm I'm very sad at myself that i did that because it's yeah and it's like the main freaking color after black so it's like fuck (laughs) so hopefully next time i won't pick such a dumbass color there's my painting rant
0: my notifications won't let me reload anything um I think I sent it to you a while ago, though. So
1: yeah, you're going to be scrolling there for a long time, buddy. Probably. We talk
0: a lot. Oh, no. I'm, I'm, I've been scrolling for a while. I'm still... I just got to... Yeah, no. Okay. You'll look at it another time. It happened. I remember it. You remember I it. I do. Yeah, it, it happened. So, uh, Bricky basically talked about... Uh, he was talking about the Night Lords trilogy, and I, I think I asked him, like, he, he, he said, like, he just finished the Night Lords trilogy, and he said, like, wow, and that was it or something. And I responded, and I said, like, what was your, like, full-on, like, honest opinion on a scale of 1 to 10? Generic question. And he responded, and he's saying, they are the sole reason I'm building a Night Lords army now. Right. Yeah. Yep. So, and I was, and I was just like, oh! dope nice to know hey jackson guess who talked to me on twitter fuck <laughs> so it wasn't really <laughs> that big shitter. wasn't really that big of a deal was, but you know you know bigger number better person he responded to me to twitter <laughs> so just that kind of thing uh, i've
1: seen some of his like recent tweets they're fucking funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I like his like his emblem too it's
0: just him being smug yeah it's really it's really good it's good stuff uh, uh, all right well that is about going to do it for today. Do you have any final topics or anything you want to talk about before we call it? Uh, we talked about Warhammer for most of it. We did talk about Warhammer for That's most normal. of it. That's normal. Ironic. We started with, oh, excuse me, Monster Hunter Rise. And, oh, the whole thing I wanted to talk about Monster Hunter Rise, I'll briefly uh, gloss over it. I'm really scared of how it's going to look on PC. Yeah. Because it was, like, it was for Switch. And, like, I'm not saying it looked bad, but it definitely didn't look like a like a game that could, you know, look great on PC, so I'm a little nervous how that's yeah. gonna work
1: out. I mean, they do have like some 40k, uh, 4- 4k.
0: Oh, <laughs> I was like, what? 4k. <laughs> Monster Hunter 4k crossover. Hello. So
1: they have some like 4k like models <gasps> of the.
0: Sorry, I just remembered that there's uh, commander decks coming out for Magic that have 40k and uh, themes. <sighs> I forgot those are coming out. Oh no! I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm real nervous to see what the cards look like and how many people are going to be like, "This isn't magic. This has Bolter Fire on it." I don't know, but and they can
1: suck our dicks.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I will absolutely. The moment they announce, I'm going to Quantum and be like, "Yeah, you're getting. Those, get one of each. You're getting those Commander decks. Put one of those on reserve for me, each." Uh, they're going to be like, "Oh yeah, they're they're eighty dollars a piece. I'll go broke. I will go em. broke. I yeah. want them." <laughs> 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 There's, uh. You know what I say this now and they're going to come out and like the cards are going to be ass, the art's going to be ass. no there's no way the art's going to be ass. This no. is Magic. Art Magic's art is never bad. It's, yep. They have the best artists in the world for their such their such their stuff.
1: I wish that uh, Wizards was able to do that for their D&D books cuz most some of their D&D books the art is pretty awful. Yeah. Well... Like the player's handbook
0: I mean that was the first book that ever came out I know but it's still like I mean compared to art for like first and second edition whoa (laughs) Eh,
1: yeah true
0: But apparently
1: she found the tweet
0: oh Ashley found the tweet interesting that Ashley found it interesting alright well Ashley sent it to me on discord let's see here oh yeah she found it look at that but a bing how did you find it and I couldn't well there you go so yeah so um (laughs) So, yeah, he said something about Night Lords, and I said, by far, my favorite series of 40K books. What did you think of them? And he responded, saying, they are the sole reason I'm working on Night Lords Army. Talos and First Claw make for an incredible story. So, uh, very true. There we go. Uh, I'm the lore keeper. I scrolled a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good stuff, good stuff. Uh, speaking of which, before we sign off, let me go ahead and just peruse through chat. I know we didn't really look at chat a whole lot today. I apologize for that. I thank- did. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, Nervous, you were here as well. Thank you for showing up, nervous I apologize. There was actually a lot of chat. I'm oh, sorry. Uh, I just want to briefly go over. I don't want to read every single chat message because going to be a lot of things talking about t- topics we talked about way back in the day. I'm constantly going, I have no idea what you're talking about right now. Um, but let me just see if there's anything you guys are saying here. Uh, I never knew 40K has Arnold Schwarzenegger. What?
1: Uh, I don't know about that one. Okay. See. I mean... To be fair, if anybody was Arnold Schwarzenegger in 40K, it'd be Caiaphas Kane <laughs> in a way. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. No, 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 no. He would be Old One Eye. uh, uh Yark.
0: Oh, Bale Eye. Yeah. I was like Old One Eye. He's a... the Tyranid? Yes. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> so, oh, yeah. You mentioned Terminators. Oh. Uh, oh. I get it.
0: I get it now. Damn, I, holy shit, Ashley, you can remember all the fucking way back to exactly She's what we're the lore talking master. about. I, you're right, I guess, goddamn. He's the Lord Keeper. <laughs> He's the lore Keeper. So Um
1: oh. But yeah, if if anybody is uh, uh Oh fuck, I don't even know what Kaivas Kane would be.
0: He's I think of him as the Mr. Bean of Forty K. No, he's much cooler than Mr. Bean. What do you mean, much? Mr. Bean is cool. And Mr. The Bean is not a coward. Mr. Bean is a cool. You right. <laughs> I, I don't think Mr. Bean is capable of being a coward. No, he's not capable of knowing <laughs> which is different when to be a coward. <laughs> which is different from
1: Caiaphas <laughs> Kane because he is a coward. Yeah,
0: that's true. <laughs> also, Mr. Bean is the coolest there is. Yeah. Uh huh. He's the fucking dopest but alright we're not making a meme of this I'm, we're actually ending the episode I've already done it once so I'm not going to do it five times and every time you look at it and that's the end of the episode and you're like there's 70 minutes left buddy so thank you guys so much for being here I appreciate you guys having a good time thank you for uh, very much for being here uh, and uh, thank you Ashy, for being a lore keeper I appreciate that and thank you for hanging out uh, Hell's Breach Daydream, Nermus, and uh, anybody else who is dear I appreciate you guys hanging out and uh, coming d- by and chit chatting along with us um, if you want to watch this or listen to this again, it will be up on any of your favorite uh, podcast apps. Be it Pod- uh, Pocketcast, Spotify, Anchor, wherever you listen to podcasts, you'll be able to find us there. And if you want to watch the video, it will also be up on the Wings and Riffs YouTube channel. You can go ahead and check that out there. But until uh, two Sundays from now, my name is Wingless Valkyrie. I've been one of your hosts for tonight. This year's Riffixix. He's been your other host for tonight. And uh, thank you guys for being here. Have yourselves a good night, and we will see you guys all again next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.